Hi there. Um, Before I get into today's episode, I just want to remind you about the Financial Fulfillment in 7 Simple Steps program, which is opening up on the 20th of March. This is the the group slash one-on-one program that that I offer. And the one-on-one component relates to values because that to me is extremely important to understand what your core values are before getting into all the money side of things. Um, And then the group side is also full of live sessions. So you get to ask questions. There's content, um, videos, um, and it's all bite-sized chunks of information. And because I do this live, I run it in chunks. So three times a year, I open up for enrollments. So if you're interested, um, have a look at my um, site for it, financialfulfillmentprogram.com. All right, let's get in today's topic of money and relationships. Welcome to Money with Alpha, where I share simple tips for how to make, save and invest money while also connecting your values with your lifestyle so you can achieve the life you really want. You will also hear interviews from real people as they share the ups and downs of their money journey. After all, we are all on a journey and what better way to learn about money than to hear what hasn't and has worked. Relationships and money. Oh boy, they can create a melting pot of emotions and experiences and history that all kind of comes flooding in together. And if it's not dealt with, then it will most likely explode at some point. It becomes like a volcano. Um, and it just, yeah, once it erupts, it's really hard to, you, you can't put the lava back into the volcano. So it's really important to have these sorts of conversations regularly, um, preferably when you're starting your relationship and while you're in that euphoric kind of dating and oh it's all very lovely and warm and fuzzy and feels wonderful and we're ruled by our hearts um there is also an element we we should really build into this about finances because it's it's one of those things i I remember when um when my husband and i started dating two things that we we sort of got out and we were we were sort of more mature daters (laughs) so um it was important to one for one thing i wanted to know if he wanted to have children because to be honest i wasn't going to waste my time with somebody who didn't want to have kids because i knew he already had a daughter and i wanted to make sure that he was up for another one um and then the other part of it is money um, and that's understanding you know what they understand money to be and how it operates in, in their relationship um what do they sort of how do they spend how do they see investing lifestyle all of these sorts of things it's really good to clarify up front because if you don't it can create some some real hiccups down the track especially when you're looking for a house you might be on completely different planets one person might want just a really simple house that's you know low set um, small yard nothing much to maintain and maybe two, three bedrooms who know who, whatever it happens to be the other one might have grand ideas of they'd like to live sort of with a little bit of land and a big house and you know fancy archways and high ceilings and I mean those two things can be quite disparate and if you don't have an understanding of what you both want someone's going to be upset expectations aren't going to be met animosity starts to fester or you then could end up with a loan that's way bigger than you need it to be because you've gone for a house that you thought you wanted 
I see this happen all the time. Um, couples are in sort of financial distress and they've got this huge mortgage and a house that they've come to resent because it's just too expensive, too big. It wasn't really what they thought they wanted. Um, and to try and fix it is doable, but it, it costs extra money then to, to get out of it. Um, so try and figure this thing, these things out ahead of time is really, really helpful. So what I'm going to cover today are basically seven areas to think about and to make sure are covered off when you're having discussions with your partner in relation to money. The first three are more sort of humanistic um, elements, which underpin what will come next. So the, the next four then are very much more the pragmatic, actual tangible sides of, of money. So let's get into it. Number one, um, beliefs and habits. This is extremely important in terms of what did, how did you grow up with what, how was money referred to in your household? Was it considered scarce? Um, what was your education? What were you told about money? Like, were you told that, oh, you're, you're really good at English, therefore you're probably not good at numbers. And then you've just taken on that you're not good at numbers. Um, you don't have the brain for this, or girls don't know how to invest, or this is really more something that boys do better. Like, whatever the stereotypes, because a lot of them are just stereotypes, um, are there. It's, it's, it, it starts to kind of, and there's a lot of um, generational stereotyping and trauma that kind of goes with this with with relation to women and money especially considering in some cultures in the world women are still not allowed to control the finances they they still like back in the day women weren't allowed to open a bank account with their husband without their husband's permission like it's just amazing to think and all this stuff there's there's a certain mentality that got passed on from mother to child and child to grandchild and onwards and onwards especially um, for women so and then the habits that have formed as a result of those beliefs are also very important to understand so that's that's something that it definitely needs to be delved into <laughs> so then comes values sorry not values but yes values and lifestyle I'm getting myself there's so many things here um values is something that's really important to understand because unless we understand what is valuable to us. And I'm not talking about, oh, I value my family, I value my friends, and, you know, I value the, cl- the planet and honesty and all of that. That's, it's deeper than that. Um, so understanding sort of what, what directionally will help guide you as like an inner compass. And this is something that is difficult to do on your own. Um, I have a guided process that I take people through, which I do in the, um, the group program, Financial Fulfillment and Seven Simple Steps. I also do just standalone values discovery sessions as well because I'm extremely passionate about this. Um, and that's something that once you understand your values, whether your partner is willing to delve into this would be great. If not, then you can start to become aware of the languaging and the behavior that might help you kind of figure out what that is. I have done husband and wives before, and um, it does create a certain degree of enlightenment where they're like, oh, so that's why you're like that. That drives me nuts. But at least now I understand it. <laughs> so it's um, awareness is an amazing thing. So that's, that's number two. Then we moved into timing. And this is, this is, this is very much has changed over time where we used to have to wait for things. We used to save up for things because credit wasn't as readily available. There was lay by where you didn't even physically get the thing until you paid it off. Um, and then, so what, when do you want things? Do you want everything now? It's a very, um, 
modern way of sort of seeing things and experiencing things because we don't really have to wait for much anymore. It's instant gratification. So making sure you understand how both of you are in relation to timing and then learning to make adaptations in that space. So it's it's important to, to have that, that clear upfront. Then we start to get into the four pragmatic areas, which we're going to look at spending or budgeting, saving, number three, investing, and then fourthly, retirement. So spending is, is an interesting one. Quite often in a couple, there will be a spender and a saver. Um, it's, it's relatively rare to have, and even if you are both savers, how you save and what you feel like you're saving for. So there's, there's often a different sort of perspective that comes in. And it's certainly not the stereotype where the woman is the spender, the man is the saver, because that is, that's just nonsense. I've worked with plenty of client relationships where he is the spender and she is the saver. And that's why she's come to me to try and help figure out how to, how to manage that. So, um, so once you understand your spending habits and the triggers behind the spending, sometimes it can be frustration. Sometimes it can be you've been too frugal for too long and then you just want to bust out because you've, it's like been on a diet and something you're like, I just want cake and you go overboard and then you end up with a headache. And in this case, the headache or hangover is the credit card bill that comes at the end of the next month. So understanding that budgeting, do you prefer like envelope system or do you really want line by line budgets and you need to be kept really strictly on task or you want more kind of overarching groupings where you're sort of looking at your savings and your spending in, in combination to understand how it all fits together with your available income. So if you have a business and income goes up and down, how do you manage your spending to suit it? You need to do like an annual plan so that you can budget in for the bigger bills that will come in every quarter or year. So that's where understanding that comes in. And it's really good to have. And you'll probably have witnessed the behavior because spending is a tangible behavior that you can see, um, especially on a credit card bill. Um, but it's good to have those conversations with one another so you don't end up with this intense frustration of, I make the money and you spend it. Or, you know, we work really hard and all you do is squander it. Like those sorts of arguments are what, once it's reached boiling point, you need to get in and discuss it and look at look at your numbers together um, at least once a month and you can turn it into a bit of a date where it forms part of the date and then the rest of it is just fun. Then comes saving. So saving is, it's, it's a discipline and it can be a habit too of what, but then you have to have a reason for it. Like, why are you saving? What are you saving for? I know in, in our case, we were saving for a car recently because we knew the old one um, was 22 years old and was going to die at some point. So for two years, we saved a certain amount and we'd factored in about two years to get to a certain amount. And funnily enough, that's when the old car really died. So I was like, wow, there you go. We manifested this two-year time frame to save for a car and bingo, that's that's when it went. So having an understanding of how you save and sometimes people perceive saving as um, a bad thing because they're like, oh, oh, it's, 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 it's dead money. It's not doing anything. It's like, well, it depends what you want it for and why. So you've got to look into, again, the beliefs around saving. Then you get into investing. Investing is also quite an emotive topic. Um, can you do it while you're paying off debt? What about investing inside super? What if I don't know what to do? I don't want to. I want to do something wrong and lose money. So it's um, all a lot of beliefs and fears around investing and a lack of understanding. Investing is something that can be really straightforward. It can be as complicated and as or as simple as you want it to be. What we get told about it sounds really complex, 
but it doesn't need to be. So again, have a chat with your partner about what do they think investing is. Some people think investing is gambling. Um, that is quite an uninformed um, opinion but or belief, but it's one that it's better to know than to not know. Uh, you might find, I, I had a client whose, whose partner was investing, I'll use that word loosely, in crypto off to the side without even telling um, my client. And, and she viewed that as gambling. He viewed that as investing. And I was like, well, you know, there's, there's, there's a little bit tomato, tomato potentially in there. I have my own opinions on it. Um, but it's it was something that created a real rift also because of the lack of trust and openness about it because he felt he had to hide it rather than saying, you know what, this is something I'd really like to dabble in. I'd like to take this amount of money and do it. Um, I'd like your blessing, but I, and I realize that you're not overly um, confident or comfortable with the idea of crypto, but it's something I really want to give us give a go. Um, but I'm going to do it with this amount of money and this amount of money only so that if it happens to get lo- you know lost, um, it won't impact our bigger plans. So that real clarity and openness and, and vulnerability to a certain extent, and it actually brings your relationship so much closer. My husband and I talk about money quite regularly, actually, um, and we're in a pretty fortunate position um, because of that. Uh, we've, we've spent years sort of talking about money, and we, we both come from similar cultural backgrounds where our families lived through world wars and in Europe. So there was a, there was a certain kind of fear that went around having security and financial security and home security and a lot of it's emotional so even with money it's not all about what makes the most logical sense there's emotions built into this too which is what makes it such an emotive topic Um, so it's really good to have those open conversations about it on a regular basis and this is your life partner so you know being able to accept one another's differences is really important and also you'll find alignments in that that you probably didn't even realize um, so it's it's it just it's it gives you the whole package being open so then comes retirement what kind of retirement do you actually really want like you might both want like for instance I really love traveling my husband not as much um, he loves experiencing and doing things but he doesn't need like big overseas trips to do it he's much more comfortable traveling a bit closer to home um, so whereas I, I really do like traveling overseas. <laughs> so it, sometimes it's a matter of, well, if we want to do this, maybe we agree to compromise and do maybe one bigger trip every you know three years in retirement uh, or four years, depending, and then trying to figure out you know what sort of budget that you actually want for it. But understanding also where you want to live, um, you might have in your mind that you're going to sell up and go and buy a, you know, a beach house, whereas your partner be like, no, I thought we were going to live here forever. Um, or, you know, like it's, it's really important to have those conversations sort of regularly um, so that you at least have some idea of where you're headed, because that'll also impact your retirement number, how much money you're actually going to need in retirement. <laughs> so very important to, to understand what that is. So that's, that's sort of an overview and like I said in terms of what to do I would write down those seven areas write down your for yourself first because if, if you come at this like guns blazing to your partner and go okay we're gonna have to do all of this there's seven things that we need to figure out and we need to do it now um, they're gonna get a bit defensive and overwhelmed perhaps by it and they don't really understand because they're not necessarily haven't been on this this journey at least not in your head and you've probably been thinking about it for a while as well 
I know when my husband comes to me and I can tell something's just like literally bubbled over the top. It's like, you've been thinking about this for a fair while. And then this is the first I'm hearing of it. And now it's a big issue when if you'd spoken to me about it at the beginning, probably wouldn't have been such a big deal. Um, so write it all down. Just start to sort of have a, have a concept of how you, what you what you think first and what you feel in your plans and how you interpret those seven things I just went through, which just to clarify, just to recap is um, values and beliefs. Um, so beliefs and habits, values and lifestyle, timing, spending, saving and investing and retirement. Write them, write them each down and then just say to your partner, so look, I really, I'd love us to, to sit down and, and have a bit more of a chat about this. Maybe just do one at a time. Um, you don't have to cover all seven all at once and just say, I just, you know, I've, I've put some thought into this and this is where I'm at. I'd really love to know your thoughts and where you're at so that we can be more on the same page on this. So it's quite an important thing to do really. Um, and I would highly recommend that you schedule some time in to do it because just recently my husband and I were having sort of a, we were a bit of conflict in relation to, to something in the household. And he's like, do I really need to schedule it in? I was like, yes, tell me when, because you talk to me at 11 o'clock at night when I'm exhausted and about to head to bed. And that's the wrong time <laughs> to pick a fight basically. So, so we scheduled a time, literally he put it in my calendar on my phone. We sat down, we spoke about it. There was a little bit of loaded language going on in there, but we got to a result and now that's been resolved. So it was actually really, really good. So schedule the time in um, and bit by bit get through those topics and you'll understand yourself better. You'll understand your partner better and then you'll understand your collective finances better as well. So I hope you found that helpful and um, yeah, just, just get going with it because unless you do, you're going to be sitting there wondering in the future again. All right. Enjoy the rest of your day. <laughs>